views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Oh, wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in, turn us on right here on the show. We have got a great show. We've got Dr. Glenna Rice joining us here today and a very special guest, which I'm going to tell you about in a minute. Um, And, you know, what is this that show about? Well, listen. How many of you out there, and I know, I know because you email us, you tell us, you call in, and today's show is for you to call in as well. Um, When we're thinking about it, we're coming up with this time of year, right? And you're thinking, as a matter of fact, I just had this call last night with somebody about the amount of debt they were getting ready to have. That's it. That was that call was about. (laughs) It's a big fat call about not the world of possibilities, but how much debt, how much they were just getting ready to get in debt. Well, today's show, Getting Out of Debt Joyfully. Uh, Dr. Glenna Rice joining me here today, uh, as well as the author of a fabulous book. But let's start with Glenna for a moment before I tell you who this fabulous, fabulous featured guest is. You know, I've gotten to know Dr. Glenna Rice for, uh, you know, a a bunch of years here, even before he was like Dr. Glenna, right? And the series of shows that we've done, literally, we could take the series of shows and we can take those shows, transcribe them, and it is an entire book series. That's what we could do with those shows because we've talked about so many things that are so relative to the moment that we're in. Like now today is one of them. But what I've also learned is how to step into the world of possibilities because that's what she does. You know, besides being, you know, the owner of her own therapy, Access Physical Therapy, besides that, she has been someone that is a parent, that helps other parents raise amazing children. She's an access access consciousness facilitator. She travels across the globe. She gets to say some of the weirdest, wackiest phrases ever. But I will tell you about that phrase. Science has demonstrated. Science has demonstrated that that amazing phrase that the folks at Axis, you're going to hear it today, Axis Consciousness use shifts energy, shifts, rewires, moves things around. Why? Because we got a whole nother planet going on up in our heads. 
right? We're here on Earth, but up in our heads, we get the planet. We probably get a whole galaxy going on there from time to time. So today, we get to have a show that is what on the minds of people? Yep, debt. Whether you're worried about it for yourself Whether you're thinking, oh my gosh, I got the school student loans, I heard that last night. Whether you're thinking, I'm never going to get out of it, and I know both Simone and Glenn are like, oh, Pat, are you really saying those words? Yeah, because this is really what's going on. Simone, and and I'm hoping I'm going to get this right, Simone Millicis is joining me here today, a dynamic world leader, leader, author, international speaker, Founder of Joy of Business from Australia, known for demonstrating how to do, how to step in, how to do global business, right, from a place of joy. Yes. Why? Because we do have a choice on how we show up in the world. She is joining us here today, and you know what her story is? I'm not going to tell you because she's going to tell you. But if you think about her story, she's like you and me. She knows what it's like, especially for some of us. We went back to school, don't know what we were going to do or how we going to pay that $100,000 thing go off. But I'm going to tell you, thanks to Glenna, I was able to solve that. But what if we could change, change our entire lives around money? What if our point of views cannot enslave us anymore around money, but serve us. What if we could have, I love this, unlimited, unlimited revenue streams? What if I could go on? Simone, Glenna, great to have you both here. Thanks for joining me. This is a hot one. (laughs) Thank you, Dr. Pat. Thank you, Dr. Pat. And Glenna. Oh. <laughs> and I'm so excited Simone's here. We get to talk about this great book. Um, I was I um, saw it on the internet when it first came out, and I bought, I pre-ordered it. Um, and every time I open it up, now I have to admit I'm not totally finished because I've been busy so much I haven't gotten through the book. My reading time is not always <laughs> as easy <laughs> to find in my busy schedule. But I would almost tear up every time I opened it in my Kindle. Um because I was in debt, and the access tools totally helped me. And I came from a family where debt was absolutely normal. Yes. It was just a normal thing to have. And the tools she's presenting in this book and the energy she bees and has been for me and for the past, I've known her for t- over 12 years now, um, have totally contributed to changing my financial reality and changing my point of view about debt. So I just can't wait to hear what she has to say. Yeah. About this about, Welcome, it, Simone. It, yeah, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you. I, I Thank mean, you isn't, so much for having me. You know what this is like? It's like having a big fat secret. The word debt, I mean, people can't even say it. They can't even say it. They don't even want to say the word debt. And I want to ask you this question. Well, I, what is it that yeah, compelled you to take this on? What challenges did you have to overcome in order for you to sit well, down and come up I, with this? <laughs> Well, I was one of those people. Well, it's funny because people have a weird uh, point of view about debt, like you said. I mean, I love right at the beginning when you said people are like getting ready for debt at, at this time of year. And it's so true. It's like people are getting ready for it. They're preparing for it. They're concluding. They're making a decision that they are going to end up in debt over Christmas, that this is the worst time of year for creating money and it's the best time of year for creating debt. 
So it's just a point of view. And the thing is, I was about 187000 Australian dollars in debt when I met Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, about 15 years ago. And I was one of those people who you would never have been able to tell. I was, you know, having a great life. I would, yes, let's go out to that restaurant. Yes, let's fly down to Melbourne for the weekend. You know, I mean, I live in Australia, so it's not that big a deal. But it was, I was living my life and I was still creating, but I was not willing to be aware of my financial reality. And mm. then there was this moment, um, I was actually in a class with Gary and Dane that I thought, you know what, I need to, I need to change this. I need to use some of these tools and I actually need to change it. So throughout the changes that I made for my life and I've seen what's occurred for me, but not just me, I've seen what's occurred for other people. And one of my points of view at the moment, which I know annoys so many people and it's our big slogan on the book is uh, no one needs to have a money problem. I mean, if you tap into the energy out there, you tap into the money out there in the world, there is so much money out there and people are complaining that they don't have any and they're not they're not being grateful for what they do create and asking for more and having fun with the place that you can actually create more money. So no one needs to be in debt. If you're in debt, it's like you might want to have a look at it and ask what do you love about being in debt? Because I know for me, I felt really comfortable being in debt. I knew it. Like like Lena referred to, you know, she grew up with that. And so like if you grow up with something like that, then you know it. It's familiar even if it's something that you can complain about. And what I realized, uh, Dr. Pat, was when at this, at this one moment in my life, I'm sitting in my office and I'm looking through my computer and my bank accounts and you know my bills, et cetera, and looking at my finances. And after using some of the Access Consciousness tools, I looked at all of my accounts and I went, oh, I'm not in debt anymore. And I sat there in my office on my own and went, oh, I actually have money. And I was like, this is it? This is what it feels like to have money? And I remember thinking, God, this is not very exciting. <laughs> it was sort of almost more exciting <laughs> to be in debt. And then in, in two weeks' time, I found myself back in debt. And luckily, I was smart enough to recognize that and, and ask another question because I was like, oh, wow, I've created debt again. Okay, so what do I love about being in debt? And that's when I realized I was more comfortable being in debt than actually having money. And so many people are like that. I mean, the amount of people you hear in conversations when they receive money, like they, whether it's their you know, wage, salary, or commission, or anything like that, and the first thing they go to, even if it's just in their head, is, oh, what bills do I have to pay? Right. Not, oh, I have money. Nice to have money. Yeah. Right. 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 And what bills do I have to pay? And I love that there is a, I love that there is a, a quote from your book and I wrote this thing down and, you know, and, and I think it was a, a, a question and it says, uh, if your life were a party, would money want to come? And I'm thinking, I mean, I'm thinking about that and I'm saying, whoa, probably, okay, uh, I don't even know that I'd want to come. And so, you know, this is, you know, this is really the conversation. I mean, did you, uh, Simone, I want to ask you this. Did you think that there was a possibility, right? I, I'm so curious on how you got to the place that you are today. What was the trail, the breadcrumbs like to go from that awareness, that $187,000 debt, to go from that awareness that that is me, that is my life, that is it. I'm looking at it. I got, I got that, that, I got the debt. 
What is the journey, the breadcrumbs? What did you follow to get you to the place where now you've got this amazing book, Getting Out of Debt Joyfully, and here you are today? Tell us about your aha moments. Okay, so the first thing I've got to say is, I mean, if you're aware of what you're creating, you can change it. If you are not willing to be aware, you can't change it. Uh So the first I've got to say the hardest thing was the willingness to actually sit down with myself like nobody else was going to get me out of debt. It was me. (laughs) I created the mess I was in, so I'm the one who has to get you out. So I sat down with myself and went, okay, I need to get really clear on all of this. And I love an Excel spreadsheet, (laughs) so I wrote everything (laughs) down on an Excel spreadsheet. And uh, and I got really clear. And coming out of judgment, like not judging what I had created, but then asking questions of what I could create. Now, I live in Australia, and we have all these events all over the world with access. And I remember Mm -hmm. like 15 years ago looking at these photos that somebody had of an event in Costa Rica, and my world was like, oh, God, I could never get there. I could never get there because I just didn't have the money to pay to get to, you know, one of these events to pay for the flight. It's so far from Australia to Costa Rica. It felt like, you know, the other side of the world, which it is. (laughs) And that was my point of view. And I was looking at these photos and I went, God, I just wish I could get there. And I pointed at this one photo in particular. And this friend of mine said, that photo? And I went, yeah. And he goes, oh, that's mixed up with the Costa Rica photos. That photo's taken in Sydney. Now, Sydney's an hour and a half flight. And it was so funny for me because I went, oh, I've got to change my perspective here. And I went, Sydney, I can get to Sydney. That's easy. So I was making this, you know, I was making something unobtainable because I decided that Costa Rica was too far away. So I had to change my point of view in every single manner. And that's when I started to realize that if I changed my point of view, I could create something different. So instead I went, oh, okay. I asked a question and was like, I'd love to go to Costa Rica. What would it take? And I also started taking action steps because I see so many people, you know, have this place of wishing that they had a million dollars instead of actually waking up in the morning and going, right, what's it going to take to create a million dollars? They they wish their life away, as you, you know, were referring to earlier, they wish their life away rather than actually creating it. And it's like, you've got to take some action steps. Like I was willing to take, you know, two, three, four, five jobs. Whatever it took, if there was money involved and it, someone was offering me a job, I'd be like, yep, I'll do it. Anything that matched the energy of actually creating my life to look different and be different, I did it. And, you know, some of it was fun and some of it not so fun, but the fun part was actually creating money and getting, getting used to the idea of actually having money in my life. And $187,000 in debt was a huge mountain. And I could not see at the beginning, I was like, how am I going to change this? But the one, another thing that I, that I did do to change it was start receiving because I was definitely yes. one of those people. I mean, my, my father, he's passed away now for a few years and he was such a kind, generous man. And all he wanted to do was gift his daughter who he adored, you know, anything and everything. And ever since I was a teenager, I was like hands on hips, you know, petulant, you know, I don't need your money. <laughs> I can do it on my own, you know, like the this big story. And then after I actually went to an access consciousness class about money and I realized I wasn't willing to receive from him and I had a chat to him about it and uh, and he ended up giving me a check for $50,000, which was part of me getting out of debt. But uh, what I realized was when he gave it to me, I watched his whole body just relax. 
And I realized how unkind I had been for not receiving from him. So what I would recommend to everyone out there, even if someone asks you, you know, hey, can I grab, you know, buy you a cup of coffee? And most people go, no, 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 it's okay, I've got it, or let me get yours. Next time someone offers you something, especially around this time of year, just say thank you and receive yeah. it. You've got to practice yeah. receiving because if you practice receiving, the universe has no judgment. It's not going, oh, you have, you know, have you been good or naughty? It's like, do you <laughs> want to receive? If you want to receive, I'm willing to give to you. So, and it's these little things. So it's like, number one is being aware of your financial reality. You have to be aware of what you are creating so you can change it. And number two, it's like coming out of judgment of what you've created because you've created your life as it currently is, and you are the only one that can change it. And number three, I would say, is that place of um, of being willing to receive. Start receiving with the smaller things. And then there's the pra- pragmatics. You know, there's more tools that we use in Access Consciousness that some of them, um, I mean, uh, the one that really got me out of debt was the 10% account. I'm not sure if Ben has ever spoken about that. No. Just to make it, it, I have it short, it's like every... <laughs> So it's, a, it's every single dollar you earn, you put away 10%. That's just for you. So you put you earn a dollar, you put away 10%. Now, this is one of the hardest things for me to do because I owed all this money. So, But what I did was I started earning money and I put away 10% that's just for me in an account. And it's not for a rainy day. It's not to pay the bills when you get stuck. It's not to help a friend out. It's, it's You never spend it. It's just for you. It's an honor account. And this is one of the hardest things people find to do. And it took me like three times to hear it before I actually instituted it. So I put away the 10% and I actually rang everyone I owed money to as well. I addressed it. I didn't hide from it. I rang them and I said, look, I I know I owe you this money. I apologize. I am going to do the absolute best I can to start paying you back. And I started paying some people back like $10 a week, $50 a week. I started because it's such a big mountain. And if you look at it like that, rather than go, okay, let's just start. Let's start chipping away at this and see what, what I can change. And the whole energy changes around it. You become you become more willing to receive. You become more sort of at, at I want to say, at one with money, and it becomes more of a fun thing rather than a separate thing. So you're putting away 10% of every single thing that you earn that's just for you, not for your bills. You put the 10% away first. And then you pay bills. Because you know what? The universe, if you're going, oh, what bills do I have to pay? I've got to pay all of this off. What are you going to start accumulating? You're going to start accumulating more bills. Whereas if you start honoring you, the universe is like, oh, you'd like to honor you? All right, let's do that. Wow. It has no point of view. Wow. That's a different energy. And that was one energy. of the hardest things to do. Mm. Yeah. It totally I mean, is. it's... A- Yeah. And, you know, and I want to be really clear about this uh, because we're not saying, oh, take 10 percent and tithe to a spiritual community or somebody else. Nope. You're nope. You're talking about you. Yeah. Yeah. That is hard. Wow. Glenna. You know, yeah, the 10 percent account. How many? I mean, so many things, so many things that um, someone just spoke about. Yeah. Um, resonated with me as I'm hearing her talk about it. But yeah, the 10% account um, changed how I received dramatically, how I received money. Having money was something I never did. I spent my paychecks every month on all the bills. Um, and, I've be- and I rarely ever gifted to me. It was just paying off these things constantly and making enough money to do that. Um, and that's how I lived my life for quite a few years before I found the tools. And the 10% account was magical. At one point, it got, it got bigger than my debt. Like I was paying off my debt 
And then it, I looked at the amount that I had, um, and it was like, I'm not, I could pay off my debt today. And the ease yeah. that created in my universe was incredible. Like just this ease, like, okay, any day now I could just get rid of all of that. Now what's going to actually work for me to pay it off? Um, and how to pay it off. I had that, the question someone said about, um, what do you love so much about having debt? was changed so much for me because I realized that I'd been self-debting, which is really talking about this receiving. So I would never gift or buy anything for me, only for my kids um, and classes that I could go to. But I would never pay or buy for anything nice for me. I'd always get the discounted thing because I was in debt. I used it as an excuse constantly to never allow myself to have anything that was joyful for me or my body. And changing that, and actually, it was interesting because starting to buy things for me, started decreasing my debt. It was wow. I started generating and creating more money with a 10% account and willing to give to me. Like buying a nice mm. pair of shoes, or which is not the cheapest purse in the store. Wow. You know, I want to just... Which is a typical thing for a parent to do, too. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and I think that, you know, one of the things that also debt does is it really invites us to play small. You know, we think we're doing a good job of creating debt and more debt, and we think we're at the top of the world, but it really does invite us to play small, or if not small, it doesn't, it doesn't invite us to play to win, you know, in the game of life. It invites us to play not to lose. And, you know, that is an energy that um, we're coming into this time of year. It's so funny. You mentioned something I want to get right to, though, Simone. You know, you mentioned something earlier about we have these stories or we have these points of view about, for example, business and times of year or events. And I shared this in the last hour. You know, last night I'm sitting there on my couch and all of a sudden, Glenna, you'll appreciate this. I'm in the place of what else is possible. And I hear three things. One, let's do the holistic makeover again. Number one. Two, I hear, Pat, you need to put up an addiction and recovery channel and invite thousands of people to host a show. And then the third thing I hear, and I hear these really quickly. It's not like a big old story or voice. And the third thing I hear is don't wait to launch your crowdfunding uh, initiatives, two of them. Um, And then the voice that comes in the back is, oh, but this time of year is not the time of year to do any of that. And I think you alluded to that before when you were talking about that. And you said we have these stories about time. And timing. And I would love for you to talk about that a little bit. Sure. I mean, and even the other day, I, with my partner, Brendan, I realized that there was this energy of, I had these like, you know, I want to say thoughts coming into my head going, oh, this is the time of year where we're not earning much money and it starts to plateau and blah, blah, blah. And it's that same story. And I went, I went, hang on a second. So, and I asked Brandon and I went, hey, can we do something? Can we ask what we can create together over this, you know, over the Christmas period and let's start asking for more revenue streams to show up and see what else is possible and change the energy of it? Because it's sort of like this thing that starts to go, like, you know, yeah, downhill. Exactly. It was like, yep. okay, yeah, so change it. I mean, and we're going to Bali for Christmas. <laughs> we're running away from family and going to Bali for Christmas. So, so it doesn't actually feel like a traditional Christmas that we're having at the moment. But what I would ask, and there's another tool that we talk about, is who does this belong to? 
Because so many times oh. when we have these points of view around this time of year, it's not even yours. Yeah, it's, it's everybody not. else's point of view. So you start mm. to go into, oh my god, I don't have money for Christmas, or you know, I've got to, I've got to spend X amount of money on these gifts, or you know, I've got to do X, Y, Z. And the thing that I would ask is, don't become, uh, like, don't become unconscious about your money during Christmas. Be aware, and it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, I can't buy gifts this Christmas because I don't have any money. It's like have a look at what people really truly desire. And gift them that. And it could be, I don't know, it could be like a, a foot massage or it could be a gift. It's like you might have money to go buy gifts. But be aware of what you're creating. Don't go to judgment and start being grateful for what you have created. And also, this is a time of year where a lot of businesses, I don't know, especially in Australia, it's hot, it's yeah. summer, it's, you know, everyone's on holidays. Uh-huh. So it's more of a quieter time and people start panicking because they're not making as much money or business is not as good. But instead, look at it in a time of year like that and ask, okay, so what could I create now that will bring me money in the future? Because quite often, if you have this period of time, you can get really creative. So you get really creative of what's going to create, you know, for you, for 2017. But ask that question, who does this belong to? If you start going into the money stuff, I mean, I've been using Access Consciousness tools for 15 years. And like I said the other day, I started to go into, oh, my goodness, money. And I went, hang on a second, this isn't mine. This is everybody else's, you know, uh-huh. out shopping and out, you know, buying the ham and the turkey and doing all of that. So you've got to be aware, again, of where you're at and what you're choosing. And be really grateful for what you have created. I cannot stress that enough. If you earn $5, you earn 500 5000 be really grateful for it. You always hear about people talking about what they don't have rather than what they have created. If you are not grateful for what you have created, you cannot create anything else. You'll destroy yeah. the future possibilities by not being grateful for what you currently have. Yeah, and I want to ask you this, uh, both of you, when we come back from break. Um, you know, first of all, you know, this is not about you uh, just uh, eliminating uh, your debt. There's a second component to this that says, okay, and what am I capable of creating? What am I creating? You know, am I believing that I can create a global company? Am I creating that uh, I'm Glenna and I can uh, be Dr. Glenna? Am I creating that? Because there's another part to this dialogue. And that is, yep, you might be in debt. And uh, is it really okay to be in $187,000 worth of debt and still dream big, still create a global company? Can they coexist? Oh, I love this. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back with the show. And if you want to get listen. If you'd love to give us a shout, call in or send in your instant feedback question. You can do it at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. We would love to hear from you. If you would like to get a different point of view, stay tuned. We'll be right back.
you can now join Dr. Bree Gibbs and the Silver Gaia Academy for an all-new inspirational and educational show the second and fourth Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Bree and master teachers on a journey to Gaia. We are always evolving as individuals and the planet. The Silver Gaia Academy is here to help guide and teach you how to raise your spiritual vibration. Will you rise to the occasion? Get your monthly dose of self-awareness and mindfulness. Learn spiritual regeneration with visionary leader David Carshare and becoming a Sun Radio, emotional and spiritual intelligence for a happy, fulfilling life. Explore the unknown regions of the emotional experience and set them free with David. Tune in once a month to Becoming a Sun Radio with David Carshare on the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit davidcarshare.com today. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk Radio. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit glennarice.com. When your body is awakened, your spirit comes alive. Dana Canetto is a transformational guide, embodiment coach, and spiritual mentor assisting women in realigning with their truth and embodying who they are by connecting to the wisdom of their body. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network for Body Divinity Radio with Dana Canetto. For more information on Dana and her services, visit danacanetto.com. That's D-A-N-A-C-A-N-N-E-T-O.com. Be unstoppable. Who do executive women count on for up-to-date information on everything from stilettos to being heard in the boardroom? To achieve excellence, you must first take control of your life and develop a successful strategy with the Unstoppable Diva. Tune in to Up or Out with Connie Fife, Mondays 5 p.m. Eastern, as she cuts through the BS to guide you to become bold, connected, and unstoppable. For more information, visit uporout.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. For more information about us, go to transformationtalkradio.com and transformationradio.fm. We've got a bunch of cool things we're going to be getting all of you all involved in, especially we have a little contest that we're doing about uh, colors of websites and a number of other things. It's going to be totally fun for our new venue, transformationradio.fm. So you can go ahead, and if you've missed any part of today, go ahead and find out more about that. 
um, Glenna, uh, Simone, I'd love for each of you to give us an update about what's going on in your world and how people can find out more about it. Okay, cool. So there is really an amazing, incredible event for bodies going on this weekend that Access Consciousness is putting on the Body Awareness Weekend. And there are, I think, hundreds or more different events all over the world that are happening um, for bodies, there's body process trades, there's telecalls, there's hangouts, Zoom events, many different things. And you can go to thebodyawarenessweekend.com and find out more about that and find a list of events in your area that you can go to. Um, I have a Google Hangout happening on Saturday at noon with uh, amazing facilitator Cash Thomas. On the first day of the event, I have or get, getting the body party started, a Zoom hangout with four other amazing facilitators. Um, I think, Simone, I think you might have something. You have a telecall or something that's starting. Um, yeah. Saw also. So there's a bunch of cool things. I, and, I, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, I have a telecall starting in, I think, one and a half hours. <laughs> Oh wow! For oh, the adventure, <laughs> event, the adventure of bodies call. No, but I have a I have a year long call about getting out of debt, and it's funny because someone said to me, "Why is it a year?" And I went, "Well, I would love it to think that you could get out of debt overnight, and in truth, you could. There are ways that that could happen, and yet that is not what most people choose. So we have a year long course in 2017, starting towards the end of January." about getting out of debt, and you get, like, monthly calls, you get weekly tools to use, etc. and I'm hoping that people actually have fun with it, because I truly did have fun with getting out of debt once I was willing to be aware of what I was creating and know that I wanted to do those things like fly to Costa Rica. You know, I desired to have something more, and I'm earning over a million dollars now a year, so it's like, and I'm, you know, having a lot of fun, and I'm asking for more to show up, and it's happening. I did it, and you can do it too. And you can go to gettingoutofdebtjoyfully.com and you can buy the book from there. You can find lots of information. There's a little free video series you can sign up for and you can sign up for the year-long course. So gettingoutofdebtjoyfully.com. Don't forget the joyfully. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, listen, this, is, this topic today is very, very cool. And, you know, cool for a lot of reasons because we're not just talking about Things that, oh, you know, this is, you know, conceptual, hypothetical. Let's put a thesis together. You know, we're talking about real things that can happen with this, real changes. And by the way, we would love to give a copy of the book away for one of you that calls into the show with a question, if you would. 1-800-930-2819. Before the break, I talked about this idea of getting out of debt joyfully. But the other side of that, if there is another side, is getting out of debt joyfully is one part of the equation. Another part might be something you said. You know, that is, and here I am, uh, I am now making a a million dollars. And how do we marry the two so that, you know, can they coexist? Can I get out of debt joyfully? And can I be a millionaire at the same time? Well, yeah, you can. And it's like, the thing is, it's like, well, I said right at the beginning that even when I was in debt, I still created my life. Okay. So that's the difference. And it's like, just because you're in debt doesn't mean you're dying. 
And I think, I think people think that it's like, oh, I'm on my way out now. And it's like, I mean, how many people create death throughout their life rather than living it? And I'm always referring to this is your life. This is not a dry run. It's not a practice run. It's like, this is it. So are you living it the way you'd like to live it? So right now, today, and it's not, this is not like, a, oh, tomorrow I'll handle that. It's like right now, it's like sit down and start to look at your finances and see what you have created. And you'll be really surprised. Like even if you write down every single thing you earn a month, most people don't know the amount of money they earn. They think they earn less than what they do. Now, at the end of the month, you might wonder, okay, where is it? But still, you've got another Excel spreadsheet that I love. (laughs) It's like writing down all the money that you do earn. So, yeah, you can change the energy. You can change your point of view. You can change everything. I I almost want to say I can guarantee it, but I can't guarantee anything because you have to choose it. You have to have the courage and the strength to go, you know what, no matter what it takes, no matter what it looks like, I'm changing this. And even if you start, like, I mean, Glenna was saying before about, you know, self-getting and not buying things for herself. It's like, start by gifting you something this Christmas. I don't know, maybe you buy the book for yourself this Christmas. But do something for you. Gift to you. And say, and then you'll be amazed at what can show up and how things start to change around. So, yeah, you can do it. I did it. So you can do it. And it's not just me. I mean, I had these little stories of change at the back of the book because I thought, oh, people are going to use that 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 justification of saying, oh, well, Simone did it, but that doesn't mean I can do it. And I was like, no, there's a whole bunch of other people I know who have actually created the same thing. So you can change it. I'm actually, I would say I'm actually one of them that's used the tools and changed it too. I did do the looking at the finances. I remember hearing that in one of the first um, facilitators classes I did, like how much money you actually require month per month to live, what your expenses are, including things that, you know, going out to dinner, enjoying yourself, traveling, putting all of those together and looking at what it costs to live, asking for the money to show up to create that and more. And it, it, that changed my whole perspective. My number was so much bigger than I realized. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, I've been making that much money to cover this for years. And I never realized yeah. how much money I was making yeah. because I didn't realize how much money I was actually requiring to live. That was one of the things. And then I would look at my debt every month. I would add it up and look at the number and say, how did it get even better than this? Because it was going down and down and down. It wasn't something I did overnight. Um, I had this point of view, someone talked about, you know, dying with this. But I had a point of view that I could keep transferring all of my debt to 0% credit cards until the day I died. Yeah. But I'd never actually looked at I mean, that's how crazy. <laughs> <laughs> And you look at the energy of that, like it's staying hidden. It's that nothing that's like, hey, I'd like more money in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. like, how to pay. I, and I was brilliant at being able to twist around my debt to get low interest rates. And, you know, I had student loans. I had, when my I got divorced, I got all the debt from the marriage. And then I stopped having child support coming in, so I was charging things like food here and there. So And mm-hmm. it got to not 187000 but it got pretty big. It was around $60,000. Um, and I, you know, creating more money to change that was a huge part of the question I'd never asked. It was more just manipulating the debt around. And I looked at it and was like, yeah. if I can play with credit cards this well, I might actually know something about money and create it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and wow. having that awareness changed things. Yeah. I know. Well, we have a caller that would love to talk with us right here. He's got a question uh, about creating more more wealth in his life. Mr. Benny. Uh, who do we have joining us here today? It's Howard from Seattle. Hello, Howard. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank hey, you, Howard. Guys. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Dr. Pat. 
anytime. How can we help you? How can these ladies help you here today? I know they can. <laughs> well, you know, a couple things. One, you know, I'm used to creating uh, small amounts of money in my life and having the challenge be to have some kind of massive breakthrough that allows me to create lots of money, which I haven't been able to create. And, and there's this whole mindset that I've got that you have to have it be terrible before you can actually create, you know, something stupendous. And so uh, I don't know where that came from, but I kind of want to have the, the guests talk about, uh, you know, shifting that, that way of thinking. Wow. I love that. Stay on for a minute, uh, Howard. We we want to have a little interaction, uh, interactive dialogue with you, and then, and then also don't hang up uh, anyway, so we can get your address. So how how might we uh, begin this conversation, Simone Glenna? Okay, so I would the first thing I would ask is, what do you love about the challenge? Because when you the thing is, it's like so much of the times when we talk, if you listen to the words, there's an energy to it, and it's like that, like, and then I have this challenge. So it's like, what do you love about the talent? And whatever mm. comes up, no matter how insane it is, it's like there's a clearing statement we use in Access Consciousness, and it's like, so ask yourself, what do, you, what do I love about the challenge? And everything that that is, times a gazillion, destroy and uncreate it, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. Because it's that same thing about what do I love about being in debt. It seems insane. You're going to say, of course I don't need to have a challenge. Of course I can have money show up easily. Of course I don't need to be in debt. But that's not what we create. It's the insane points of view that ah. lock us up. It's like if we could work everything out with our logical mind, you'd have everything you ever desired, but that's not the way it works. We create these insane points of view that lock us up and create a limitation. So that's what I'd be asking. What do you love about the challenge? Yeah, yeah there's, there is something there about that too because it's almost like there is some kind of thinking that's developed over time that you have to work hard and yeah. it takes something mm. to actually create income and it, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're having a good time doing it um and yeah <laughs> i can see that i know yeah and well the thing is we have all these different points of view as well like um you know you have to work hard for your money or i did a session one time with someone who said she grew up with money doesn't grow on trees you know and her family yeah. actually had an orchard in new zealand <laughs> and i'm like yeah money did grow on trees for you guys so but there's all these different sayings uh they're like, I mean, it's like these little hidden implants that we have where you grow up with it. It's like, you know, you always have to do this. And it's like, why? And it's like, who set the rules of this reality? Yeah. Like, what would you like to choose? If you were choosing your financial reality, what would you choose? If you could have money, you know, money doesn't come easy. Why not? Why doesn't it come easy? Look at a kid. You know, a kid will, I remember at one stage, my, um, my partner was, he was stressing about money, about something, and my son um, looked at him and he went, don't worry about money. He goes, people drop it all the time. He said, we'll just pick it up. Oh. I'm like, what if we had that point of view, you know? <laughs> what if we didn't have to be so adult and have these points of view that everybody else has of the trauma and drama around money? Mm. Wow. Wow. So, Howard, yeah. what do yeah, you think? Well, I was just thinking how I, I bought into the model, the, the current model for earning money, making money, but money is what it isn't and and I, as i'm sitting here thinking about that i'm thinking maybe i don't maybe there's another model out there that hasn't been invented about this idea of how we share and how we 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 exchange things um or or maybe there's other models out there and sometimes my where my mind goes is creating 
other models as a way to not deal with the reality that I have to deal with. So mm. um, there's two things that there's two thoughts that I'm having there. Wow. And what if the other model well, was you having the ability to receive? So even if you ask the question today, yeah. like, what could I receive today that I've been refusing to receive? Yeah, or that I had a condition on, right? (laughs) Or that I had a condition on. Like the condition is, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, You know, I can't receive something unless I give something. That's like a deal in business, right? It's like, well, wait a minute. Maybe somebody wants to to send you a, a, a check, but but maybe you don't actually have to do anything for for it. Or or I'm not good enough to allow it. Oh. Oh. Which is just wow. a justification for not actually receiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, who told you you weren't good enough? You. <laughs> it's like somebody else's point of view doesn't matter. It's like, you know what, if you're happy with you, I mean, you always see people say, oh, when I have X amount of money, then I'll be happy or, you know, then I can have joy. No, you can actually choose right now. You can wake up today and just mm. choose happiness and choose to be joyful and choose to be grateful for you. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's like, are you happy with you? Wow, that's that's a great practice. We <laughs> need to put that one more in practice because that is my guess is that's a practice. Well, it's mm. actually a choice. It is. It's a yeah. muscle. Choice. Yeah, it's a choice. And it's, yeah, it's a, and it's a choice, and it's something you be and you choose to be, and then it gets easier the more you're choosing it. Okay. Hmm. Wow, Howard, thank you so much. I know there's a lot. We're going to keep talking about this because it's so important. But don't hang up, okay? Benny's going to get your address so we can get you a copy of the book. Well, thank you very much. Oh, thank you for calling in. Wow, what a great call. Yeah. Um, I I mean, there are so many wows in, in Howard's courage to call in, too. But so many wows that many of us can relate to. Um, there is a heaviness to even saying the word debt for many, many people. You know, you know we actually have a really difficult time even uh, talking about it because we want to come up with other ideas about it. How can you help us, first of all, get past that, you know, the word hook? It is. It's a word hook, Right. It carries a sense of energy in itself, which for a lot of people uh, sends up a, a point of hopelessness. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. but it's like that's your, again, what Glenna was saying, too. It's like it's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's like if you start buying into other people's realities, you'll create that. I mean, if you don't create your reality, this reality will create it for you. It's like if you buy into, you know, for example, it's like Monday morning and you're like, oh, my God, Monday morning, I've got to go to work, you know. <laughs> It's like Monday morning itis, you know, is what we refer to it as. But that's this reality. That's the projections of this reality rather than you waking up going, awesome, it's Monday. What can I create this week? So you buy into the word hook of it rather than creating your reality and where you're currently functioning from or the point of view that you've brought into that is not even yours. Wow. Um, I want to ask you a question. Uh, there is, I was just on a call not too long ago, um, and uh, we it, it was a, a sales call, and we were talking about uh, the world of possibilities, you know, because that is really what I've learned from Glenna. Uh, and what was so clear about the energy of it was that 
there are very few, and this I'm just going to say, uh, say it, but just just blurt it out. Well, you know that might be possible, but, and it's the but word, right? It's the but word. And what I mean by that is, yeah, this could be the most abundant week of the year that we ever have. But what the heck do we do with the but? (laughs) Well, that word discounts. The but is the reason. Yeah, yeah, sorry, you go ahead, Glenna. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's reason and justification. And it discounts everything you said before. Mm -hmm. Whatever you said before, you said but, you just discount it all by saying the word but, and then you say what's actually your point of view. And the mm-hmm. reason justification why you can't create or be or do the things you were talking about before your but. <laughs> so it eliminates the buts in our life. Mm. You should all... I, I, and I know. Back to that, what I was talking about um, before was the wishing. It's like, you know, oh, I'd really love to go, but and it's yeah. like, no, that becomes your wish list rather than, okay, what are you going to create? Like, yeah. you have to get really honest with yourself, brutally honest with yourself of what actually am I going to choose here? What am I going to create here? And if you look at that every time something comes after a but, like Glenna said, it's like that's the place that you're discounting everything. You're justifying why you're not choosing something rather than just choosing it. Yes. Um, you know, this is really one of those times. And I, I personally look at this uh, time of year. This has always been an amazing time of year for me. I, I mean, I'm a December baby. And so I've always had this December birthday along with a holiday season. And, you know, I'm one of these, these people. I love to turn the lights on. I love to decorate. I love to you know, step into the season of this. And at the same time, it is a time of year for so many of us that we own our own business. And so we're not necessarily going to be out there taking a vacation this year. And I want to ask you about this. Somebody said to me the other day, you know, I'm just not going to be able to get any time off. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, I don't really want any time off because I love what we're building. I'm excited <laughs> to see the new technology. And, I, you know, you don't know what to do with that. But there is an energy of limitation. And I'd love to ask you both, what is the message we could share to take the limits off ourselves, the universe, God, whatever you believe? With, with Lena, Lena, yeah. Lena. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're they're talking about those limitations, like I'd like to take a vacation, and you, the energy is they're not choosing that. They're just not going to be choosing that. It's <laughs> the one we're talking about. Um, is to turn it around into a question. Like what would it take to have a vacation? Have a vacation greater than I can imagine. Mm-hmm. And then start opening up to the possibilities of, of how everything around you, including you, is going to start showing you how that can show up. They're going to show you how, you know, that the, you won't know the how, but it will start showing up and, people, and you'll start seeing the things around you. What would it take to have a vacation? You can also ask truth, do I actually want a vacation or what i like to create, like you were just talking about. But when you get those negative statements in your head, there's, who does it belong to? We've talked about that. You can use to see if it's even your point of view. 
And then start asking other questions because this question always empowers. And the question is always going to create more possibilities instead of the conclusions we're coming to. And then you can use those pod talk statements that Simone is saying too. So everything I decided about not being able to take a vacation, I'm creating a story all of that. Um, there's lots of tools available, but it's ultimately a choice to change your point of view. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it is really kind of the thing that I think you all said earlier. We are at a we are at choice points every minute of every day, aren't we, Simone? We really are. We are. And, and just to reiterate sort of what Glenna was saying, too, I mean, yeah. my first book that I wrote was called Joy of Business. It's like, ask yourself, mm-hmm. Truth, do you actually really want a holiday? Or what if every day was a holiday? What yeah. if every day was a work day and every day was a holiday? Because that's what it should be. And if you're not actually doing something you love, why are you doing it? Again, this is your mm-hmm. life. And it's like, so, I mean, I have a lot of people who say to me, because they travel like, you know, nine, ten months a year, and people are always like, oh, do you get time, you know, time off? Do you get to have a holiday? It's like, I'm not actually asking for time off. I mean, even that we're going to Bali over Christmas, uh-huh. you know, I think we're literally doing it just to avoid the family and that whole day. But I plan on working. I plan on creating. And it's like, mm. and I don't have to have a time span of how I do it, but I'm really, really looking forward to sort of getting my teeth into some of the projects that I work on because it's fun oh. for me. So, have a look at what you're actually doing with your life, and it's not fun, then maybe you might want to change that too. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, this really gets back to something we've talked about quite a bit, um, you know, over the months, over time. And that is, and I I can't say it enough, but I would love you both to demonstrate it. The, The idea or the question, what else is possible here? I would love to hear in the closing minute or so we have, what the power of that question is, Simone, and then Glenna. Okay, so what else is possible? You're asking yeah. that when you think nothing else can show up. And it's like, mm-hmm. ah, and when something great shows up, what else is possible? When something not so great, what else is possible? Because you're taking yourself out of conclusion and you're putting yourself into question. Mm. Awesome. Simone, thank okay. you. Glenna, how about you? That was very well said. Yeah, what I else know. is possible? It opens it opens up doors to new possibilities, and you can't have that other point of view in place at the same time. Like nothing else is possible here, and then you ask the question, "What else is possible?" And it changes your point of view, and you can start creating more. It's magical. It's a magical question. It's always a go-to question. I've been using it for years. I still use it all the time. It's like when I get stuck in anything, it's what else is possible? Yes, What's possible that I've never considered. And yes. it changes instantly my point of view that nothing is possible because the two things can't exist at the same time. Exactly. I love it. I, both of you, we have, a, we have a few seconds left here. Please tell everybody your websites one more time. Thank you. So you can find me at GlennaRegan.com and Simone is GettingOutOfJoyfully.com. I love it. You both rock. Thank you so much for a powerful, powerful show today. And please, you all can get a copy of Simone's book on Amazon. But if you go to her website, uh, what you're going to find is you're going to find an option to get a copy of her book. And then there are some goodies, 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 goodies you're going to get as a result of that as well. Thank you both for a fabulous show. Wow.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.